Shalom, and welcome to the Union of Messianic Jewish Congregations weekly Torah commentary series. I'm David Wine from Congregation Tikvat Israel in beautiful Richmond, Virginia, voted happiest city in America in a 2014 poll. This week we're discussing Parashat Vayikra and He Called. Our text begins in Leviticus chapter 1, verse 1. This week's Parsha describes the offerings presented in the tabernacle, including Ola, Mincha, and Chatat. Part 1. Ola. Hashem takes in the smell of the burnt offering, the smell after months and months of rain, which Noah smelled. He was the first one to offer something up. Destruction and chaos were behind him. The gift, the Ola, went up to Hashem up in the smoke. Yitzchak, already a young man, understood what was happening. He must have understood, even though he never heard the initial command. Take now your son, your only son, the beloved one, Isaac, and go for yourself, lech lecha, to the land of Moriah and offer up the gift that goes up there on one of the mountains that I will show you, Genesis 22, 2. Avraham, his father, was offering him back up to God. He was to ascend, to make an aliyah. So they walked together, father and son, going up, up the mountain. And he called to Moshe. Hashem spoke to him from the tent of appointment, saying, Speak to the children of Israel and say to them, Anyone, when one among you brings near a near offering for Hashem, from domestic animals, from the herd, or from the flock, you may bring near your near offering. If an offering up is his near offering from the herd, then male, holy sound, let him bring it near. As acceptance for him before the presence of Hashem, he is to lean his hand on the head of the offering up, that there may be acceptance on his behalf to effect ransom for him. Leviticus 1, verses 1 through 4. That which is offered up, the Olah, brings near the one who is high and lifted up. We remember the binding of Yitzchak when we pray. May his merit give us acceptance on his behalf. May the near sacrifice of Yitzchak ransom us, the sons and daughters of Yaakov. Part 2. Mincha East of Eden, in front of the two-winged angelic Keruvim, Cain, the firstborn son of humanity, took from the fruit of the ground a gift to Hashem, but he kept the best fruit for himself. There, Hevel, a gift, a mincha, from the firstborn of his flock, a gift offering from his very best. Cain's face darkened. The wolf is at the door, the devouring wolf. Where is Hevel? Hashem asks a question to which he knows the answer. The blood of Hevel is spilled like his gift and flows into the ground. As Yaakov brought to Esav after betraying him, please accept this gift, this mincha from your servant. Seeing your face is like seeing the face of Hashem. As Yaakov's sons brought a gift to their brother, Yosef, having betrayed him near starvation and out of options, they bring their best tribute to the vice-regent of Egypt. 
Now what is left of the grain gift is Aharon's and his sons, a holiest holy portion from the fire offerings of Hashem. Leviticus 2.3. The grain gift is the tribute, the mincha, the once-a-day afternoon prayer of the sons and daughters of Yaakov. Aaron and his sons eat the remainder of that which is left by Hashem. Is it possible to have a meal with God? Like a young boy who asks for money so that he can buy his mom chocolates for her birthday. And he, of course, gets to eat half. So they share the sweets together. But it's the best gift she's ever received. A gift offering from his very best. A tribute to her maternal love. Part 3. Chatat. Cain, the wolf is at the door, the devouring wolf, but you must overtake him. Sin, guilt, the yetzer hara, inclination for badness. The offering that addresses the devouring wolf is from the same root as the word for sin, chatat. It's the offering that purges. If the anointed priest should sin, bringing guilt upon the people, he is to bring near for the sin that he has sinned, a bull, a young of the herd, holy sound for Hashem as a chatat, the contamination offering. Leviticus 4.3 Part 4, Yeshua The shepherd rabbi, Yeshua, arranges for a Passover meal. He raises the cup filled to the brim with wine. Perhaps he is thinking of the innocent hevel, slain before his time by the devouring wolf, bringing his heartfelt gift. Or maybe he's thinking of Yitzhak, gratefully offering that which goes up, which is Yitzhak himself. Indeed, this shepherd rabbi will soon be high and lifted up. Behold, my servant will prosper. He will be high and lifted up and greatly exalted, just as many were appalled at you. His appearance was disfigured more than any man, his form more than the sons of men, so he will sprinkle many nations. Isaiah 52, 13-15 He will make himself the Olah, like Yitzchak. He will make an Aliyah to the holiest place, Kedush Hashem, like the martyrs of the sons and daughters of Yaakov. Perhaps the shepherd rabbi was thinking of the devouring wolf of Cain, the power of sin and guilt to devour the sheep, and the wolf devoured him whole unto death. The shepherd was acting like a helpless, slaughtered lamb, and he was gone. And then, just as the shepherd was devoured and gone, and the wolf and the devouring shepherds were upon the little lambs, the shepherd rabbi reappeared, but this time as a gate, a door, and on the door was written the name, Hashem, and the voice of the shepherd door called out gently to the lambs, and they recognized the kindness of his voice, and they entered through the gate, and they were safe. They were safe from the wolf, safe from death, and nothing and no one could take them out. They were home. Or perhaps the shepherd rabbi was thinking of you in that moment, raising the Passover cup and then offering himself the gift, the going up, the drawing near 
the one who became a sin, the holy sound lamb. This is David Wine signing off and wishing you Shabbat Shalom. For more commentaries like this one, visit umjc.org slash commentaries.